On Second Shot, we tackle two new headlines every week to find out what kind of wisdom the world is dishing out today. And we want you to be a part of that. When you see a headline you want to take a second shot at, or if you're looking for advice, or just want to tell us what you think of the show, email us at secondshotcast at gmail.com. If you like what you hear, rate us on iTunes. This helps us move up in the ratings so more people will see us. And if you want to hear more, subscribe to the show so that the new episodes will get straight to you every single Friday. We love you. Thanks for listening and enjoy. There's a lot of news in the world today. News that might surprise you, startle you, upset, or maybe impress. News that's not always for the faint of heart. That's why the man who failed his way to success, Heath Oaks, is stepping up. Tackling today's headlines with ignorance on fire in a way only a millennial mogul can. Take off your sport coat, grab a beer, and enjoy the conversation. This is Second Shot with your host, Heath Oaks. Welcome to our learning farm. We have much to show you. It's amazing <laughs> the tunes that get stuck in your head when you have a seven-month-old. Yeah, they're sitting in there in the playpen and pushing those. Welcome to our learning farm. We have it's like over and over and over and over and over. And I'm like, it's like that thing that just won't get out of your head. Oh yeah, that'll good that'll to be see you, Zach. Into your brain. Good to see you too, Heath. You look well. Thank you, sir. I feel really refreshed since all of the big meetings are over with. We got a special guest today. Uh, partner of business with me, Joel Tuigo. What's going on, everybody? Very special. I'm excited yeah. to have a little, uh, little yeah, fresh special. blood on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's been a while. Yeah, Joel is uh, running the state of Oklahoma and um, oh, wow. was in Florida and actually in the same area that I was at before and um, then uh, took over the state of Oklahoma this past year. And uh, it's been great because Joel comes from um, a, a guy that I hired in Florida, recruited him. And so when Joel came to Oklahoma, it's kind of like – you know, we, we, we already knew each other very well, even though we really didn't that well. And, and because we <laughs> kind of all believe and get along with the same thing. So it's it's pretty fun. And he's been a big fan of the show as well. Yeah. Absolutely. I saw you were at some uh, some work events recently. Look, didn't look much like work events, honestly. Team uh, building kind of oh, yeah. things. Were you guys both at that? Or? Yeah. Well, he had his own. Um, oh, okay. he, he had his own. In, we in we didn't have the thing that you're talking about that he had. I, yeah. No, we should we, talk about the thing. We did it, we did it pretty <laughs> big, I, I got to say. we Well, we did a casino night the night before. And we gave away about four or five thousand dollars worth of. There's some rad prizes oh, yeah. on that table. You yeah. named electronics and some oh, purses. Yeah. Did he and say rad? Yeah, I like that. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> was was a the PlayStation rad. Four and a TV and Xbox popcorn popper. Yeah, it was a, a good. Star Wars Jedi virtual reality. Thing. Really? Oh, oh wow. cool. dude, I want to buy that for myself. Yeah, right. Yeah. Shoot, I figured you would like that. <laughs> oh yeah, you are kind of a nerd that like that. I own that. Um, and the next day, so in my kickoff meeting I had yesterday. Yes. Um, you know, we had about 200 to 250 people there, and um, I had a big cash cube on stage. A cash cube. So I had about, I got a, so now, you know the way I dress, okay? Yeah, I do. And and, and my, I had Tupac socks on yesterday. Yeah, you know, I saw those on Facebook, and my, and my, Tupac socks. Yeah, yeah, my, my green suit and everything, and I go to the bank, and I get $1,000, 501s, and the rest in 510s and 20s. <laughs> do you think I could have talked that teller out of believing what I was really doing with that? No. Absolutely No not. way. Because what was she thought in her head? You had the green suit on, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So it, I straight up. <laughs> there was no way you were not going to believe that I was not going to some special club. And this is one of the things I love about Heath Oaks is that me, I would have reservations about that. But, well, i got to change clothes or something. I don't want to. <laughs> nope. I love no it. No problem. Yeah, just totally roll in. You, just, knew, you knew what people were thinking. You absolutely. Didn't care. Rolled great. out with all of it in there. And we had, uh, and so we threw that money in there all day long and all of our, 
uh, agents and stuff, name got drawn and stuff. They got to get up there and stand in the cash cube and get as much cash as they possibly could. Right. A cash cube is one of those machines you stand in and it like shoots money up in the yep. air inside the machine. You just grab as much as you like can. Like a yep. wind tunnel with cash flying around. Yep. Right. I wanted to ask about some of the rules of this thing. Did you? Uh, how you did can't work? touch the wall and you can't touch the ground. You got to grab it out That of was air. it? That's it. You, you could use anything in the, like... You can't touch anything. Because I wondered, like, if somebody could use their shirt as a one did, one did, yeah, one pulled their sweater out yeah. and got a lot of it. But it seems like the strategy. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'd have done. That's what I'd have done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, tell people that. Yeah, but, yeah. but it was Rock great. On. We Don't gave away a lot of money, year. had yeah. a lot of excitement with it. It was really fun. I mean, because here's the thing, I'm a salesperson. I don't like meetings. Right. Okay. No. Nobody likes to sit in meetings for eight nine hours a day. So we do all we can to make it as creative as possible, to have as much fun, to liven it up, because it, it's kind of boring. So you can never get me to sit in a meeting all day, um, and I'm not a big fan of, of anything else. But, you know, um, I think that one of the interesting things about our stories today, how much, what, what, what are we looking like on time here on this? How not much great. I was going to say, maybe so, we should do the first. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Do, so do, so yeah. let's just do this here, guys, because this one is, it's, I, I got to kind of get this out because this one kind of perturbed me a little bit. Is that a word? Is perturbed a word? You know, I make a lot of words. Is that a word? That's a word. That, that is so a word. Right? Yeah, Good. Yeah. Well done, sir. Look, I'm proud High of five. myself. I even act like I know what I'm doing. The first headline for today, woman returns Christmas tree on January 4th for refund because it was dead. Mm. So a woman went to Costco <laughs> January 4th to return her Christmas tree she'd bought there. And her reasoning was because it's dead. It's January 4th. <laughs> well, after dead. the holiday. Yeah. Um... I guess the, the twist on this, the punchline, Costco absolutely refunded her the money. Yeah, because they have that rule of of course we return everything, and and the the only reason it's out there is because somebody standing in line took a picture of her and blasted her on there for going. I can't believe she's doing this. Like I can't make this stuff up on Facebook. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's, they were very irate about it, and this thing went viral. Um, <sighs> when you see that, Joe, what go, what goes through your mind? Well, first of all, I, I imagine being the customer service person on the opposite end of that thing. Wouldn't that be hard? Yeah, because you have to maintain professionalism, do it right, and you know if they're willing to bring that, they'll get as irate as they want to get to get their way. Yeah. Right. Which is which is ridiculous. Because you got enough Blood of it to walk through there with, your, with that dead tree in it, acting like it. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's like yeah. walking in a bank with a green suit and getting a thousand yeah. ones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. What I thought about on this was, in today's life, also, I mean, in, in any time, actually. There's there's rules and there's laws, yep. And then there's morals. Just because something is not against the law doesn't mean it's uh, you know the right or wrong thing to do, right? Like like there's there's two justifications. There's one that you can get in trouble with the law, and then there's your morals and ethics, mm-hmm. right? Um, Costco has a rule in place of always take refunds, right? Um, this person really took advantage of that. He was who? You hear that? Yeah, that, that was pulling, good. I'm, 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 I'm pulling you that. pulled a hello. <laughs> I did pull a hello. Huge problem with that. Yeah, she goes in there and you takes advantage of the whole situation that they do the refunds and, you know, buys a Christmas tree, uses it all Christmas, takes it back dead. So, you know, she obviously crossed that line in my opinion, uh, totally my opinion, but what are other scenarios and stuff that you see and that you can think of that um, there are either no laws or laws for and people – take advantage of them for not, or do you have some examples like that that well, maybe sure. I mean, were great more I, than just returning a Christmas tree? Well, I'm going to tell them myself. When yeah. I was probably like 18, 20 years old, Walmart uh-huh. would take anything back from anybody. Mm-hmm. And, of course, <laughs> you know, I'd have a new watch every other year because the time was off. Well, yeah. You know what I mean? That's, yeah. that's stupid. And yeah. looking back on that, that's absolutely nothing yeah. that I would ever want my kids to do. So you mentioned um, just because it's uh, – I'm, t- I'm kind of flipping this. Just because yeah. it's legal also doesn't make it. Right. Yep. 
True. You know, you could go two ways on that thing. Yep. You know, you got this lady, I think there's a sense of entitlement that comes with I'm owed this. Yeah. And that's the thing I think that bothers me the most because the word entitlement drives me crazy only yep. simply because it's it's things like this where, where people will take their stuff in and just shove it in somebody's face who's trying to operate right. And there becomes a conflict of how people feel, which makes a huge event when really if you'd have just said, hey, this is a dead tree. Yeah. <laughs> and, and burn it in the backyard. You can't always, you can't take advantage of all these things, mm-hmm. you know. I look at it, there's a lot of times in business that here's what people will say. Well, it's business, it's not personal when they screw somebody. Now, um, they do that because they'll go, oh, they, they tell somebody, oh, man, you know, let's do it this way. That'll work. And then they have, you know, but contract. But, but you know, you just told him kept his word, right? And then he comes through and changes that up. And he goes, well, it's in the, well, what's in the contract is what it is. He's like, yeah, but you told me this. Yeah, but this is the contract. And it's like, it's not business. It's personal. No, you just screwed him, and you're trying to make it not personal right. to make yourself feel better. Right. Too many times in today, that happens all the time. You'll go, well, what's in the contract versus what you really know is right? You know? Right like, if right. you know that your agreement was that, you need to stick to your agreement, no mm-hmm. matter what it is. And, and, and I'm a big fan of, of the fact that if you just hold true to your own truths um, at the end of the day, look, this lady, did that, that, does that piss me off some? Yes, that's, mm-hmm. absolutely. But, but I, have I lost any No, I'm not going to lose any sleep over because there's going to be people that do that. Absolutely. All I got to make sure is that I'm one that is a living example that I don't take advantage of those things and that my daughter sees that and that she doesn't become that type of person, right. you know? Um, you know, but there's so many other circumstances that it kind of really retains, I think, in a, all kinds of lives. Well, kind of to your point, one of the things I've been the guy who went with the word and got screwed by the letter of what yeah. was in the contract. And the reality is that was a learning lesson for me that I, I actually have to protect myself, even though I'd like to do the handshake and smile. Yeah. You got to make sure in business that you're covering your tail, spend yeah. extra money on an attorney, whatever it takes to make sure that you are covered because the he said, she said, don't hold up anywhere. And it is unfortunate that you have to do that, but you do. Yep. And, and people will take advantage of that. Uh, Just, every time. It, it, you know, look, people will take advantage of that. Because if people will return a Christmas tree <laughs> after Christmas because it's dead for their refund, people are dang sure going to take advantage <laughs> of what you said verbally in that contract, right? Yep. Absolutely. All right. We're going to be right back because... We can't talk about no more Christmas trees before I get a little bit too riled up over here. <laughs> is riled up a word? Coming riled back after the, the second, first segment of Second Shot is over. Good today, two for two. <laughs> He's a suit and tie kind of guy with deep southern roots. Heath Oaks hosts more of Second Shot coming up on RNCN. To all of my friends in the great state of Texas, if you have not taken advantage, I have a way to save you a ton of money. I have saved over about $3,000 in the last year, and I have no hassle. Go to energyogre.com, put in the promo code Second Shot. Now listen, promo code Second Shot, and you're going to get a free month just for signing up and saving a ton of money. So don't be crazy. Stop sitting around talking about is this the real deal, and go do it right now. Energyogre.com. Dot com promo code second shot in a free month. Thanks. Go get it now. Run. Ready? Aim. Fire. Second shot is back for another round on RNCN. We could have had a viral hit video going on right then if we could have had video on Josh <laughs> trying to just get the microphone stand to work. That it was such a really intense focus on. I- 
this microphone kicking his butt, and it was I was hilarious. able to take some pictures of that, so I'll be sure to send it. Okay. Please do. Good. Yeah. Need to be happy to have him. Poor Josh. It's my first time to do this over here. <laughs> Welcome to the, the show. The microphone isn't operating the way it should. Yeah, it's not user error. <laughs> oh, it's on. Yeah, the, yeah. yeah it's on the it's microphone. On the fault. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he hasn't listened to enough Second Shot, ladies and gentlemen, or obviously he would know that that's not the route to go. <laughs> one of the one of the beautiful things about this show is the stuff that happens in between the segments. Oh yeah, it's hilarious. For for a little peek behind the curtain, we're talking about moving to a new studio, and when we do, I'd like some kind of blanket policy like when you're in the studio you're live so if anything does happen we can just have it and like yeah. yeah we can put that out there you go here's something that happened that wasn't that, on the w- show. that would be awesome i agree Those i agree things. that's something we gotta get now th- this next headline i'm pretty sure everybody's gonna be um very familiar with it that zach you gotta reinforce yes uh the headline is we made a mistake hawaii sends false missile Alert! Oh, a just false, a little bitty. A, a little, yeah, a little something. Uh, a false alarm that warned of a ballistic missile headed for Hawaii sent the islands into panic Saturday the 13th, if I've got that date right. It was in the morning for nearly 40 minutes. It seemed like the world was going to end. It, it, people just got on their phones an alert that said, ballistic missile threat inbound to Hawaii. Seek immediate shelter. This is not a drill. Um <laughs> <laughs> it, It's easy to laugh about on the mainland. It is. Like, Can we, you imagine... Yeah. What would go through your head, though? Well, that, that's exactly And what it. were you talking about? You said that some of the other recounts... Right. That, that's what really perplexed me about this, is people would get on the internet, and, and, and somebody asked, you know, hey, what... How did... You, people of Hawaii, what did you do when you got this? How did you react? And they were like, I hugged my kids and cried. I hid in a closet. Like, what can you do? Other people were just like, I played on my phone like what am i gonna do you know like i'm doomed there's that was it that's game over that was that was the end as far as i knew it i just got a message on my phone like you're done punch out your time is up um and you know the interesting thing you gotta think about here is that it's not like i mean i I feel like the other day there was a fire drill at one of the oh yeah the the fire alarm went up right and like austin nobody moved nobody not a single soul anywhere moved right it's like, oh, there's another drill. I just stepped off the elevator. I said, and man, I was did. glad I wasn't in the elevator. Yeah. <laughs> and what's interesting is, is that, I mean, it was a real fire in the garage. Oh, really? I mean, it, was, it was a real no, fire? Nobody moved. Oh, wow. No. Um, it was a small little fire. It wasn't anything big, but it just was real and nobody moved. You know, if, if I think if us in Texas got that alert, there'd be a lot of people going, somebody's playing a joke, probably. Mm-hmm. In Hawaii, they don't. Right. We got to remember there's a thing called Pearl Harbor yeah. that that was real that that happened and that and is the place that they would go after probably just cuz you know so like there's it's not like we get it in Texas where it's even another step up. Well, they're also uh, on an island. They have nowhere to go. Yeah, yeah there's comfort yeah, yeah. in the mainland. Yeah. Like, yeah, if, yeah. You, if you got an alert in Dallas, you'd be like, shoot, I can be in Tyler in just, 45 minutes. Just yeah, tell what that am I going to worry about? Yeah, yeah, they can't do that. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, they're 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 kind of <laughs> trapped. And I guess the the angle to look at this is is man, what do you what do you how does it feel when you're faced with that? Just like, gets it, game over. Everything you've done so far. Well, and far also some of the recounts that people had are going, um, you know, they were being feeling grateful for what they had. They were appreciative of all this, and it's like, mm-hmm. you know, why do we wait till the end? Yeah. To, to you know, people talk about their bucket list that they get diagnosed with a terminal cancer or some sort, and they go, I'm gonna go get what I want. Why not live it now? Why? Why do you have to have the death sentence, you know, quote unquote, to live out your dreams? Yeah, I, it always seems that, I mean, if I think about that moment, if that were me with my kids and I had those thoughts, the reality is it, it was a, now a forced focus on appreciation. Yeah. And like to me, if you can set a time to do that on a regular basis and I'm just talking about stopping. Yes. I don't mean like because the world is busy. It's yep. what it is. Their world came to a halt 
like in a big, in some in big type way. of way. Right. So to me, the lesson is, am I setting aside time when I'm home with my kids? Am I closing the computer and, and making sure they get my undivided attention on the regular? Mm-hmm. Not, oh, my gosh, it's the end of my life. It's the end of our lives. You know, fi- a final appreciation. That, that, could, that would be really scary. And let's go do the things I've always wanted to do now that uh, I see the end inside. Yeah. When, look, here's, I think, the biggest misconception of success is, is that there is a destination involved. <laughs> right. There yeah. is no that destination. somehow you'll reach the top of the mountain and There's you're done. There's none. Yeah. There's none. And, and, and it's so funny because everybody I know that goes, man, well, when I start making 100 grand a year, I'm going to have it set. It'll and then be they go, when I get there. 150, 200, 250, 300, 400. And, the people, and, then, and then everybody will say, when you get there, you're going to want more. Right. It's like, boom, I know me. Trust me. When you get there, you <laughs> want more and you live to that extent of it. And, and it keeps going with it. And, and not saying that, obviously, everybody knows that I don't define success as just money um but all of the all of the uh in between right so the three o'clock in the mornings when i was really tired and pissed off and my daughter was up and i was laying the floor i I just remember people saying really cherish it it goes fast and and is my pissed offness immediately went to okay let's just lay on the floor and play now i want to be in this moment right because because that's a journey to success of that family right that's very difficult because we're so used to controlling everything i mean like micromanaging but we're so used to controlling our own destiny especially for your drivers if you're driven to go do anything sometimes stopping is hard hard and you get agitated especially if you got kids yes (laughs) like we do they they are not going to live by your schedule your calendar (laughs) your sleep patterns (laughs) it ain't going to happen yeah and they're not going to respond the way like so the challenge we had with our five-year-old he's always had a a pretty large uh, vocabulary. Mm-hmm. So we'd mistake his ability to use the words properly with understanding what they mean. <laughs> <laughs> and it would frustrate the stew out of you. Yeah, yeah. But when you actually stop to pay attention to what he's doing and how he's, like, stopping, you could really start understanding what he was wanting. Because, yeah. you know, we're, we're expecting our kids to operate as fast as we are. Yeah. That's not it. never going to happen. happen. And the only way around that, in any, I'm talking about kids because we both have them. Yeah. But and a lot of our stop. listeners do. And what, uh, well, you, that could go to your spouse. Yep. That could go to thinking about your career, planning your, just stop. Yep. Turn phones off, turn, just think. I think humans, we as people and human beings, we have very short attention spans. We just do. That's why, that's why when you're failing, you want change. And when you're succeeding, you want more. We get bored and Mm -hmm. we get complacent in that boredom very quickly. Sure. Um, It's important. Go ahead. But but the reason we get complacent is because we're not living for the things that we want to do while we're living. We're thinking we got to get somewhere and then we do that bucket list. So everybody's got these bucket lists. I guarantee you got four or five things that you say, I want to do for die yeah why the hell don't you do them this year that's a great question why not you're single with i mean you got a girlfriend but yeah. you don't have any kids that's true why don't you do them yeah because you think we're all programmed to think there's a destination for the things we're wanting les brown is one of my all-time favorite speakers Love him if you don't know who les brown is you better go google him and listen to his stuff Absolutely. and i can tell you something um if 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 he doesn't light you fire your wood's wet I'm telling you right now, <laughs> that is great. This guy is, is this guy is one of the most um, inspirational people there is. He has a whole series on that. Ev- uh, so so many people they die full. They die full. They die full, full of dreams, full of hopes, full of wishes, full of what they were gonna do, full of that bucket list and all of it. And he says that you need to um, live full and uh, die empty. When you die. Be empty of all those things. All those things you were going to do, make sure you get it there. Make, you know, you live full and you die empty. When you're gone, when I'm gone, I want it all to be out. I want to say, 
I want to say there was nothing left on the table, that it was all out there, that, 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 that I went to my end of it all with everything that I hoped and wished I was going to do. You know, all these people got dreams of, oh, I got this great idea that I want to start this thing, right, over and over. And they die with all those things they were going to do. They die full, full of mm-hmm. dreams, full of hopes, full of wishes, all the woulda, coulda, shoulda, wouldas. When you just got to do it, the, the success is not the destination. Success is in the journey. And if you take a second to, if you start changing your mind to understanding that every step along the way of that journey, that is the fun living in those moments, what it will do is help you not become complacent. That will help you not become um, short attention span because you're going to live in that going like like Joel starting out in the territory he's in middle mm-hmm. you know he's been there six seven months of, of that new role it's like um, in ten years you're going to look back at that first year in it and go man those days were fun it was so much simpler it was all these things right that's oh, yeah. why you got to enjoy it now because this is the success embrace it's the, the struggle yeah oh, yeah that, I mean absolutely I know we're probably about to cut but I'm, I'm telling you what the a lot of times the pressure people think are going to change when the pressure appears start early yep enjoy where you are when it stinks. Enjoy what it is about that that stinks because you'll appreciate that more later. Live full, die empty, folks. Mm. Go look him up. Look up Les Brown. And that's something I think we all need to shoot for. We'll be back in a minute for the third segment of Second Shot. Now that's what I call ignorance on fire. More of Second Shot with Keith Oaks still to come. You guys have been listening to Second Shot and hearing us talk about it. You need to go pick up my book, Ignorance on Fire, A Journey of Felling Your Way to Success. You can get it on Amazon in a paper book. You can also hear this beautiful voice of mine in audiobook style on Audible or anywhere you're going to get your audiobooks. Guys, this book took a lot of time to put into it, and I believe it can really be some life-changing stuff to help you on your path to success. And hopefully you're going to fail your way to success just like I did. Ignorance on Fire, A Journey of Felling Your Way to Success. Amazon.com, Audible.com, audiobooks, paper books, everything. Get it, share it with your people and i appreciate it thank you guys go pick it up today kick off your boots or suit up the choice is yours welcome back to second shot on rncn we just were talking about we're not going to get into the whole bitcoin (laughs) thing on this one because i can go a while on it you know what we need to do the next episode we're going to have to address this bitcoin stuff bitcoin stuff Uh, we're gonna have to do it but i'm gonna need a lot more time than what we got now because it literally can get me all fired (laughs) up on on, on talking about that stuff but what i want to do right now is obviously in the third segment this one we take your emails and 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 uh reviews and stuff but today since we got joel in for the first time we want to kind of introduce joel um and you know so he tell you a little bit of who he is and kind of talk about it and kind of his journey of 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 where he was at and where where he is right now and and um where he's looking to go and um you know so we i appreciate you taking the time on on thanks on for having me this is a lot of fun it. um but you know tell, tell them a little bit about you tell them who you are well, I'm Joel Tewigo. I'm the territory manager for the state of Oklahoma uh, with Colonial Life, and I have known uh, Heath for – actually, when I actually met, met you, I met Heath one time, <laughs> and that was at uh, around the bar in, I think, somewhere in, at headquarters. At, By Columbia. Yeah, in Columbia. Um, so I, I didn't start with, with um, where we are, with Colonial Life. I, before insurance, I had a construction company. No oh, wow. The short is it was great till it wasn't. It's funny. It's funny when I was watching him kind of mess with his microphone there and was having a challenge. I'm going, should I help him or should I not? He was having a challenge. That was so nice, nicely put. He was having a challenge. The struggle is real. Yeah, yeah, it was. Um, 
but um, so construction company was great until it wasn't. And that went, I learned the most I did about business then is I knew that I didn't know how to run a business. I knew how to build <laughs> stuff and hire and fire people. That's all it was. Mm. I got into insurance. I loved it. Uh, but my life, I'll say my life didn't change until I got hooked up with the Colonial Life folks. Uh, shout out to TJ McGinnis. <laughs> yep. Um, my territory sales manager in North Florida. Um, he, he reached out to me and we talked and he was, he wasn't pushy, so kind, you know, and it took six, seven months for me to even, uh, come on with Colonial. But, but when I did, you know, the culture has been so phenomenal that learn, I, I've been surrounded by folks who knew about business and those type things. And the more I do it, you know, I think it, it kind of checked one of the boxes for me. I love business and thinking about business and how to scale it and how to, you know, how to fund it and all those different things. It's fun and looking at opportunities and, and it was the right fit. TJ helped me. And then, um, in June 5th, I was effective in, uh, uh, in Oklahoma. And that was also the day we closed on our house. So yep. I'd never seen Oklahoma. <laughs> never seen, never, never stepped foot in Oklahoma. <laughs> Listen, I never lived outside of a 50 mile radius of good old Lake city, Florida. Yep. <laughs> and, uh, which is in North Florida. And, um, I was interested in being a TM. I just remember, um, TJ called me and said, Hey, have you thought about Oklahoma? I said, I'm, I'm a little, need a little more than that. Cause I've never been there. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I called TJ. I said, TJ, uh, can you help me? talk joel into thinking oklahoma is like california like beautiful <laughs> oceans and and everything because i need him i want him to come there can you can you throw, help me out a little bit you know the biggest question i get is joel that's that's got to be a culture shock moving it's oklahoma. really not from north florida it really is not from north florida <laughs> no it's not i lived in north florida too and this is the biggest thing people are in in florida the more north you go the more southern you get the more south you go the more northern you get yep. yeah so north florida is literally very similar to everything here like even the terrain and everything yeah, is it, very it doesn't similar. look a whole lot different. Yeah. Really, there's not there aren't as many you know hundred year live oaks out there, yeah. but but it's very very similar. I always heard it was flat. Well, we could ride our bicycle in our neighborhood you know, in Florida. I ain't riding my bicycle in this yeah. one in Oklahoma. Something that's crazy about <laughs> Colonial Life. I remember the first time I ever heard about it. I was like a kid at my grandparents' house, and they had daytime television on Jeopardy. No, I you saw didn't. an ad for Colonial no, Life. No, you didn't. Exactly. You saw Colonial Pen. Oh my gosh, you're right. I that's did see Al Colonial that's, uh, Pen. Uh, uh, what's his name? Egg on Alex my Trebek. Face. Alex Trebek. Wow. Well, you're not the only one though. You're literally. No, don't I feel like normal. a stooge? No, no. Here's the no. bet. Yeah. Everybody says that oh i know that's alex trebek that's colonial that's pen. colonial pen <laughs> yeah they do burial, it has the colonial they, do burial, word on they do like really oh i guess you're right and med subs yep. wow yeah well that that is an unfortunate thing you guys have to run into from all the time but the company's yeah. been around that long sure we, we, and the good thing i mean not a lot of people have a lot of negative about colonial pen so it's mm -mm. really not the end of the world no yeah no, I, 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 yeah i've never experienced oh you're that company yeah i've never gotten that yeah <laughs> you know, uh, one of the interesting things that, that I want kind of our listeners to talk about is with, with you, Joel, is that you and I have very good conversations, and it's so easy working with Joel because I don't have to worry about – I can just tell – I can just talk to Joel how it is. He has a, he has a, a, a very keen, like, self-awareness. So so when he has problems stuff, he's always, like, the first to be like, hey, I know I may just be a little emotional on this, so I just need to bounce this off to see if I'm just being emotional. Mm -hmm. But you weren't always like that, correct? No. So what what was the change to be able, because I, I do you know when people say, look if I if 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 I had um, was given the ability to build a human and I could only pick one trait, mm -hmm. I would pick self awareness out of any other trait in the world because sure. if you have self awareness everything else can be developed because you got to know where you can and can't do right and wrong right huh. and yeah. some people oh I got self awareness but they really don't. Joel has self awareness and so, Thank but, you. but you said you didn't always you were not always like this so I want to know how did that transform. Honestly, there was a I think. 
it's just through the progression of life. There was a time when I had to be the guy that said the thing. You yeah, know? yeah. Had to be that guy because it, it's cool because they laugh because I'm the only person saying the thing that nobody should have ever said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and I just realized I was a big jerk. Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> and it wasn't that good. And so, honestly, what changed for me is when my people changed. Yeah. I got, I got away from the folks who rewarded that honestly they rewarded i was where the guy you grew that up did, you got yeah. out of where you grew up yeah i got to where I, where i grew up and surrounded myself with people who who understood business and once you start looking at it to me when i dove into business it forced me to change some things yeah that even construction absolutely not <laughs> well but a lot of people don't right there's a lot of times that it should force that's them true. to change that's true and they don't but you that's did true. well and i you mentioned the emotional thing like because i'll call you and the thing that i don't like is being out of control yeah so if, if something happens and i i know i respond i'm italian you respond heated yeah, yeah. if you're yeah, one yeah. of those buds you're kind of yeah, you yeah. grew up when you could have five com- everybody having five conversations at the same time and know what's going on but they're yelling well my <laughs> wife is half hispanic and half italian so I got, <laughs> well there I'm you go fully aware of that yeah so uh, <laughs> uh mine was just learning to recognize the things that i was messing up with yeah. and when i was doing it turn it into you know actually a I did training. I listened to books. I did, you know, everything that I could possibly do. And over time, I didn't go, oh, I had this problem. Let's read a book that had something to do with it. It was just diving into books. And over time, I just realized, hey, there's a way around it. Learning to think why I felt the way I did or why, you know, what was the cause. And once I started learning those triggers, I got better at responding and how I dealt with these things. So, you where, know. And where are you at right now in your success journey? Are you like at the pinnacle of the success you want to be at? Or are you not there yet? Are you on your way? I, you or where, know, where you, how do you describe where you're it, at? I am not. I am honestly, I'm just now starting to understand what I'm capable of. Gotcha. Um, what do you mean by that? Well, where I am now, there's not a place where I grew up. People said, so where did, you know, what did you dream about being when you were a kid? We didn't dream. Yeah. The, it, you just didn't. Like you didn't think about being a, you just kind of lived your life. And it wasn't, you know, not that big of a deal. But now that I'm out, I realize nobody from where I came from mm-hmm. would look at me today and go, we knew you could do it. Yeah. Because we, we never had the conversation. Yeah. So I'm at a spot now in my life that, for fortunately, I'll tell you that if not for the wife that I have, I wouldn't be here. If you replaced her with somebody else, I wouldn't. There's yeah. no way I'd be here. Yeah. But I'm now seeing what I'm capable of, and uh, and even then, I'm probably I'm sure that's always forever learning. But man, it it's what I'm able to do now, and really, that's at the level that I love working with people so much. Yep. That it's just doing more of it. What do you think? Does it ever cross your mind to think about? Like now with your kids, right? Your kids are going to get to grow up in an environment of thinking big and, and seeing all, like mm-hmm. like does that does that ever like bring a big joy to you to think like think about the obstacles they don't have to overcome that you took you know what twenty eight to thirty years before sure. you overcome oh, yeah. that first aspect and now they ain't gonna have that is that not cool? No, that that is very cool and you know now that you're surrounded with people who are at the success levels, higher success levels than what I've been fortunate enough to achieve, you learn so much that you want to pass on. Yeah. And, you know, they're just going to have a launching spot that, that I didn't have. And I, to me, that's why I never quit is because I don't want them to learn that from me. I want them to learn if I'm scared, that's the direction I'm going. Yeah. I want them to go harder and faster. And that's, but that's, as far as in my career, man, I love it. This is great. And, and Joel and them's territory is one of the top in the country already. And it was just a newly formed two years ago and already – at the top of it all and they're growing in a, in a really huge way but that's one of the biggest things i think honestly with joel that that i love working with him is that he takes accountability he has the self-awareness and 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 but he goes to work as well you know and we have good com- these type of conversations like joel and i have on on a nightly basis as well and and so you know his tsm uh, tj he talks about tj i hired tj when mm-hmm. i was in north florida 
Um, and TJ mm-hmm. took my role when I left Florida to come back to Dallas, and then TJ hired Joel. Yep. And um, which is why it's kind of cool to work with Heath, honestly. Yeah, because yeah. it kind of. I heard so circle. much about him, but oh really? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Oh man. <laughs> well, because he worked with TJ, and, and, and makes sense. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a lot of fun, and, and getting to mm-hmm. um, to see Oklahoma do it, and that's I, I tell people I, I would pick one trait. I pick self awareness. I think it's key. I think without self awareness, you have nothing. If you have self awareness, then 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 you can do whatever you want. I believe. No, I, I agree. I had one person one time told me they were they were extremely self-aware, and my response to them was, well, once you know, you have to make a decision to do something about it. Yeah. Because they weren't, they weren't doing anything about it I at like all. I like that. Because there's a lot of people that say they know, yeah. but they're not oh, yeah. making a decision. I know. I am extremely self-aware. Okay, well, your next step is you have to do something with that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah yes, actually make a move. Yep, yep. What, what, I appreciate you coming on, Joel, and you're going to be on the next me. episode as well, so uh, that'll yep. be good. Everybody get to hear him a couple times. And uh, tell us where, where they can look you up and find you at. Uh, Twitter at Joel Tuigo. Obviously, LinkedIn's Joel Tuigo, and Facebook is Joel Tuigo. I keep it simple. Oh, Instagram JT Dream Chaser. J O E L T O I G O. Yep. Yeah. All right, guys. This is Heath Oaks. Obviously, you can look me up at Ignorance on Fire or at Heath Oaks anyway on the web. And uh, you know, remember, share us, leave a review, rating, send us an email, give us some questions with it, and uh, we love y'all. And see you next time.